Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Apocalypse Live. Um, I hope that you have been listening to this program since I started. Uh, but if you haven't, feel free go check out some of my old episodes in full um, at RedCircle.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now YouTube. So long as they'll allow it, which brings me to my first tidbit of information here. Um. Well, let's not rush. Let's not rush. I have a habit of rushing, right? I have a habit of jumping right in. And maybe you want that. Maybe that's what you want. Maybe that's what you tune in for. You tune in because I come in with the hard-hitting shit right out of the gate. But not now. Now we ease our way in. Do you like my new setup? Do you like it? Do you like my propaganda? I'm juiced. I mean, it is what it is. I'm wearing a fucking... I'm wearing a fucking long sleeve knit with a with a toboggan. I, I look like I'm recording in the fucking woods in a cabin. Right? It's soothing. I should have a fireplace over here. Just a fit one of those one of those glass fake fireplaces just gives the illusion of uh of laying naked by a fire and listening to an old Bob Seeger song. Or maybe not. Maybe that's just me. Um, welcome guys. Welcome to the show. Um, first time tuning in, I'll give you a quick up to speed synopsis on what my program is other than my nonsense. Um, more or less a political geopolitical news commentary, yada, yada, more tag words from iTunes and whatnot, whatever category you want to put me in. Um, I will give a quick shout out to my other podcast, um, not Apocalypse Live, which is what this is, but Apocalypse Podcast. They're different. Should I have done better being creative with the names? Yes. Obviously. I think that's why I did it. I spent a week, a week going, what the fuck? Okay, I just want to do it. By the way, it's a you know, it's me and my good friend, Aaron, um, who you saw or heard on last week's Apocalypse Live podcast. And if you watched our first installment of Apocalypse podcast, where we just basically are just shooting shit and testing out the equipment on uh, his end. I know mine works, but you know how it goes. But a week, a week I spent, what do I fucking name this thing? I really like Apocalypse Live. I don't know if you like the name of my show. I really enjoy it. It took a while to organically. Uh... That's my dog. My dog has a cone on his head. So anywhere he goes, it's just fucking hitting shit. Anyways. I just thought, you know. Keep the brand. Keep the brand going, you know, who the fuck am I? Who am I? Anheuser-Busch? Eight different beards? That fucking same thing, dude. Same thing. Imagine being a company that. I don't know. Can you hear that? Because I my dog, again, with the squeaky toys. Fuck. I never want to buy a squeaky toy again. Who does that? Who buys squeaky toys for their fucking dogs? The same people that buy the toy are the people that wake up pissed off in the middle of the night because they're squeaking the motherfucker. Shut up. You bought it. I bought it. I'm an idiot. 
I'm going to continue to give disclaimers about my dog. This is going to be an, a long stream because I am. Uh, I'm all over the place. I'm chewing. So what, dude? Fucking worry about it. You want me to do vape? What do you want me to do? Hmm? You want me to vape? You want to hit a pop or, a, or whatever the fuck? All these clever little names. I'm old school. You listen to me. You're old school. We're the last of a dying fucking breed, man. Mustaches, dip, toboggans, knit shirts, fireplaces. You wouldn't understand. I hope you can hear my squeak toy in the background. I really do. What character it gives the show? Am I too loud? I feel like it's my mic's yelling at me. Like I'm too loud. I don't know. Um, long story short, go check out the podcast. It's called Apocalypse Podcast. It is not on Apple or Spot, uh, Spotify or any of the other distributions quite yet. I'm working on that. Technical issues on my end. But it is on YouTube. The first episode is in full. Go check it out. Um, you ever get out of breath from talking? Because that's what I'm doing right now. Do I have COVID? Do I have COVID? Am I short of breath right now? Why am I short of breath? Drinking a monster and I'm short of breath, dude. So my body's just, I don't know what to do. It's like taking a fucking, it's like something. I don't know. It's like taking Tylenol PM and then snorting cocaine. Your body's like, what do I do? Ah, uh, all right, all right, all right. Settle in here. Put your seatbelts on, ladies and gentlemen. Keep our hands and feet inside the ride. Because we're about to get deep. You know what time it is. You, I dropped my cap. What are you going to do? Fucking squeaky toy. All right, folks. Enough playing around. Let's jump into it. Go check out the other podcasts. Give us a like and a subscribe and a download and a follow and a whatever else there is. Give us it all. Love you, fellas. Now, first of all, before we jump into news, I, I want to speak into YouTube. want to take a minute to talk about YouTube. We've got to do that now. Every, every episode now, i got to address censorship. You know, I'm, I've, I'm not famous. You know, I've not. I appreciate you guys for watching my show. But let's be honest, I'm not famous. I keep looking here, but you're there. Here, but you're there. It, you're a tiny little camera. My laptop is huge, so I'm like. But let's talk about YouTube. Let's talk about Susan. Susan's the CEO. Susan don't like me. Okay. I've had all sorts of clips and videos removed off of my YouTube channel, flagged off my YouTube channel. And I'm not talking about copyright strikes. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll, I'll take my copyright strikes because in the past, yeah, nobody, nobody, if you're a content creator, a YouTuber or a podcaster or whatever you call yourself, cute little name you give yourself because you think you have a career. Royalty free music sucks. It sucks. Okay, you have a podcast. You want to, you want to have a song. I swear to God, we're going to get to some, some real news. <laughs> I promise you have my word. Um, I'm going to finish this while I tell you this, and we're going to, we're going to come up to the level together. Um, I like badass music and stuff. Caught copyright strike. I'm like, you know what? I want AC, I want ACDC on my, on my video. I don't care. I don't care about getting copyright strikes and whatever else. I just want to do it. I don't care. 
what are you gonna you gonna demonetize me? I'm not monetized. I don't give a shit. I just want to be cool. I want it to sound how I want it to sound. I want to be on TV. Um, no, not copyright strikes. Terms and conditions. Terms and conditions like hate speech. I I, I don't listen. If it, it, I think we can all agree that I've done my do. I've been on the journey of hate speech with social media, right? I don't have any social media. Not a one of them. Name it. You're never going to hear me plug it. Aaron will plug it. Our show on his stuff. I don't have stuff. My political affiliation, my propaganda back here, eliminated that. Which is okay. It's not okay. But it's okay. So with YouTube, anytime I talk about uh, I don't let me take a rapid test. Every time, every time I talk about January sixth, you know the Capitol incident, I talk about FBI infiltrators, provocateurs, which I've talked about in the past. Um, anything going against the health vaccine narrative, the COVID lockdown narrative. I'm really getting tired of the word narrative. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Narrative. It's narrative. I'm now I'm saying it so much that I don't and I'm questioning if it's a real word or just a noise. So uh, recently, as of a few days ago, three days ago now, I had a clip. You may have seen it on my YouTube channel. It was called. What was it called exactly? January 6th, Deep State Coup and in QAnon brainwash, something along those lines. Now, you're probably like, Chad, you don't even remember your own content video. I, mean, I know. I, I know. But that's what it was about. It was about January 6th. It was about the, the fact that we had FBI provocateur. And in fact, I'm not even going to get into it. YouTube is like the FCC now. You got to have to like scoot the rules. But I just want to speak truth. That's all I want to do. I don't. I don't want to come up with conspiracy theorists or conspiracy theories and you know mi- misinformation, which is what anyone who is doing what I'm doing is apparently doing. That was a lot of the word doing. <laughs> I uh, it's silly. It's silly. They just straight. Okay, so what they did was they they took my video, removed it, no explanation. I, I've had this happen to me. Quite often. Again, I'm very seasoned with censorship. But usually there's a, a, a memo, an email, a notification, a visual flag, nothing. Until I went to my channel in the studio section of my channel, which if you're a YouTuber, you know, is not just there. You have to click to go there. And there was my I noticed my video was there. But I didn't even notice it was gone until I went back to my channel, my public channel. Was, Holy shit, it's not there. And uh, yeah, I figured out it was because I broke the term and condition for cyberbullying and harassment. Neither of which things I did. I don't consider myself a bully. I'm talking about politics. Mostly politic based, mostly reading the news. But I'm, I'm not bullying you. If you don't like my opinions, if you don't like my take my commentary on the news, how I interpret. Because I think we can agree that 
there's really only two sides to the, you know, I've never been a party guy, but there's only two operating wavelengths in the world right now. Um, pretty much you're just a conservative-ish, Republican-ish, libertarian, freedom-fighting, America first, Nick Fuentes type, Alex Jones, or, which is me, or you're like radical left-wing, Green Deal, no borders, as many abortions as we can do in one day, probably satanic, your elites are pedophiles. I, I understand the bias you're hearing right now. Um, and it's intentional because I don't, I don't particularly care for that side. I'm mature enough, though, ladies and gentlemen, and you should be too, I'm mature enough to admit that I do have a bias. I just, st- I just stand by my beliefs and my morals. And I'm not going to let YouTube or anybody else tell me otherwise. Now, with that being said, I did appeal my video being removed because you can do that. Um, and the appeal worked. The next day, my video was back up so we can, uh, we can celebrate that. So I found that interesting. I think you might want to know what kind of attacks I'm under. You know, it's hot in here and it's also cold. I think I have pneumonia. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, it's kind of silly and, and it's just a little minuscule example of the censorship based off of beliefs that is kind of insane to me. Um, I've never, I haven't been alive that long. Let's be real. I really haven't. But in the time that I've been alive, I've been very politically active. I followed and, and read a lot and kept up with it. And uh, I've never seen anything like this. Now, the internet has not been around that long. If you're my age, you have to understand that. We've seen the internet grow. We've seen it in its stages, right? We've seen that we remember the Wild West internet. Do we not? Anything goes. Anything. Snuff films. You have to watch a video with two lesbians shitting on each other. Watch a video of a guy sitting on a glass jar until it breaks. And his asshole. And then he bleeds out. These are things you get to see on the wild, wild west internet. Um, not now. You know, it's like it's like they create something. Because if you, you know, I said this before on my podcast, we want to go back to the origin of the internet. Um, it's pretty obvious the CIA had a major played a major role in creating the internet. And, you know, begs the question for what? Uh, but the peasants don't get that information. So there's that. But it's, 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 like, it's like he created something, waited for the addiction to uh, uh, breaking news, two police officers shot dead in New York City. Sources. Everybody has sources. Anyways. Uh, but there'll be no riots for that. Um, what was I, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, you know, you create something like the internet and then you, you just wait, you wait, you wait, wait for the addiction to take, to take root. Um, and, uh, soon as everybody, soon as everybody's addicted and, and living with it and they're attached to it and, and, and YouTube and TikTok and Amazon, 
It's what we do. It's our life now. You know, that's just what we do. We don't do anything else. What else do you do? I, I you know, I, I have friends of mine. I tell them, I'm, you know, what are you doing? I'm bu- doing something as simple as building a burn pit in my yard to burn brush. Throw my Christmas tree in there. You know, I get a real tree. I'm a man. I'm a man. All right. It, fake trees aren't, you know, I don't think I can get into that. But anyways, burn pit. Why are you building a burn pit? Dude, what are you doing? Let's play, let's play Warzone. What are you doing? Have you seen TikTok today? Why are you outside? Go back inside. It's COVID out there. So we, we, it's all we do. Once the addiction takes hold, that's when they come in with censorship. The, you can't be subjected to that information because we don't like that. Only this. And then we're going we're gonna to force feed that into the educational system. And we're going to censor you there, too. Oh, well, I like Trump, though. Well, you can't go here if you like Trump because Trump's bad. That's this info. We don't. That's misinformation. We can't subject you to that. We're protecting you. Just like with COVID. I'm, we're protecting you. You just have to have a passport. You just have to have our checkpoint. You have to show me your papers if you want to go to go to Publix. You know? Oh, man. It's like, it's, it's like hitting a hard drug. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. We can jump into some news, I guess. I guess we should probably do that. This is kind of the point of the show. This was fun. Um, apparently, a teacher taped a mask to a, a student's face who, who didn't want to wear it. Um, let's see here. Parents in the North Penn District, I assume Pennsylvania, the North Pennsylvania School District expressed outrage after a photo emerged showing a teacher forcibly taping a mask to a child's face. <laughs> it's just the child doesn't want to wear the sign of the cult, so we're just going to staple it to him, staple it to the chest. That's where we're headed. Scarlet letter shit. Let's read some more. Uh, the school district confirmed that the incident happened after the photo went viral. This is a quote pro mask or anti mask. I hope we can all agree that taping masks to children's faces uh, crosses the line End quote said who said a Facebook post. Oh, okay, great. Um, quote, this is not a joke. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> there's the picture. Um, you can't see it. But but it really is it's just a kid. So I remember those desks, right? Don't you remember those? De- this is the one piece desk that was like rock solid. Make your ass go numb in class after an hour. Uh, but he's sitting there, and this this teacher's fucking tape. It, like he has the mask on, like the loops, you know. Uh, but it's like it's almost as if it was not tight enough. Like this bitch wanted his mask to have a gasket. Like zero suction gasket, just she's usually she's literally putting like what 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 is that? Like, packing tape, They're literally like painters tape on his face. 
says the uh, the district issued a swift apology, but refused to divulge the identity of the teacher in question. That's fun. I mean, it's typical, but it's it's insane, dude. That that's what I'm talking about. That's where we're at right now with with masks. Okay, now I live in Georgia, right? Praise God. Okay, which I'm close to Florida, baby. I'm close to the motherland. Uh, but I mean, we're we're taping masks to kids' faces, and, and and it's just not. It's that we can't be at that point, right? There's not enough evidence for 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 masking up, especially children. Um, and and um, you can call this what you want. I'm not trying to pressure you to wear a mask or not wear a mask or do this or don't do that. Everybody's a fucking influencer. I'm I'm not an influencer. I don't want to influence you. I'm just, just food for thought is all this is. Um, wear a mask, wear a mask if you want to, but I don't see the point. And we're at the level of taping it to children's faces. I mean, when COVID started, I get that we had no real information. Uh, but but we were lysawing our children. It, it doesn't work like that, guys. Here's another story that's fascinating. Uh, over a million people injured by COVID vaccine, billboard campaign warns. Interesting. It actually is a billboard that says COVID-19 jab injuries. 1,017,000. Bannersforfreedom.com. <laughs> You know, I'm all about freedom, but that's just goofy. Um, wow. So, I mean, but that's just a that, that that shines a light on on the level of the censorship. Now, you you've you've suppressed. You know, whether or not that statement is true, what you've done is you've suppressed people's voices to the point where they're fucking getting billboards. Right? Doesn't matter what the billboard says. I love titties. You won't let them say that. They're, now there's a billboard up that says, I love titties, because you, you didn't want them to say that on Twitter. So now it has to be on the side of the interstate. Jesus. This is also interesting news, because one thing that I've really wanted to talk about on here that I just have not had a chance to really research, dive in, uh, is the Facebook metaverse. Um, if you're into any kind of weird conspiracy stuff, matrixy stuff this has got to scare the shit out of you this metaverse thing um says metaverse will lead to isolation playstation's father warns so i guess the guy who created facebook or uh, playstation says uh playstation inventor ken Kuhu, what a name ken god let's oh man uh kutaragi ken kutaragi has dismissed the idea of the virtual metaverse as the next big frontier in the tech industry, leveling particular criticism at the need for annoying headgear displays to transport consumers between the real world and cyber world. So, I mean, we're going to be getting the warnings about metaverse. Um, and by the way, if you don't know what metaverse is, it's uh, Facebook's new virtual reality world of Facebook. Right. So it's it's taking the liking and sharing and 
you know, being in that world uh, to the next level, which is dangerous. Um, my take on that would be probably the same as many of your takes, which is that I think we all know where that goes. I think we've seen the movies. I think we know between the fact that Elon Musk said was asked if he think if, if he thinks that we might be in a simulation. Um, his response was, if the technology is possible to have a simulation, not now, but in the future, chances are we're already in one, right? That fucking blew my mind when he said that. Also scared me. Oh, I don't want to keep saying this guy's name. Kudaragi, a former Sony executive who is sometimes uh, referred to as the father of the PlayStation after kickstarting the tech giant's video game business in 93, told Bloomberg on, Tuesday, on Thursday that he, quote, can't see the point of the metaverse due to its isolation from the real world. This is a quote. Um, Being in the real world is very important, but the metaverse is about making quasi-real in the virtual world. Um, and I can't see the point of doing it. You would rather be a polished avatar instead of your real self. That's essentially no different from anonymous message board sites. So, yes, it is taking, as I said, the message board format to a universal level. You're in it. You're there. Your avatars, whatever you want it to be, which is insane. Okay. Oh, you don't want to. What do you why? You don't want to, you know, I can't even think of something somebody would say. Um, no, no, I don't care about that. It's fake. I'm comfortable with who I am. Okay. Mustache and a knit shirt. I'm comfortable with it. I, I want to get better in life. I want to achieve things, right? Being unhappy in life is a direct result of you not putting stress on yourself, taking yourself out of your comfort zone, trying and failing, right? Things that we're not teaching children anymore, which is why they're coming up and being stuck up little shits. Anyways, so even the guy who made, pretty much made the PlayStation, I don't think he made the technology, but basically was a father of the PlayStation, apparently, is warning against Metaverse. So that, you know, um, Elon Musk is testing his fucking brain chip. I, I'm not really sure where I stand on that because I'm not a fan of the brain chip as a concept. I think that it, we're so on edge. It's, like it's, the, the, it's funny. It's like the people who are anti-establishment, you know, no tracking technology no covid passports or any of that which i'm on the side of saying fuck that but a lot of these same people who say fuck that are like yeah but elon musk can do it because it's he's not going to force you to do it elon musk doesn't have to force you to do it if the technology's there somebody else can make it as well there's other geniuses out there okay i'm a i'm a fan of elon musk but we don't want that tech you know, that, that, that leads to a more dangerous, you know, that gets into the hands of, of globalists and some of the wrong people. Uh, Jesus, you know, 
I'm already worried about vaccinations now, and I gotta I gotta worry about fucking brain chips, nanotechnology in our food. That's what I talked about in the last episode. FDA's like, we've been doing it for 10 years. Whoa, you've been fucking what? Oh man. All right. Um South African scientists confirm boosters offer little protection from Omicron. You know, I saw a video yesterday or the day before um, on Infowars. Um, I, you can get, you can just look it up and find the video. Uh, that's just where I saw it, and it was uh, who was it? A really big medical official. I really should know this stuff. Who was like? Basically saying like, oh, I'm pretty sure it was the CEO of Pfizer. Yeah, the the CEO of Pfizer with his thick peanut butter mouth accent. Um, he, he was like, you know, the boosters don't work. The vaccine doesn't work, you know, but you're going to be glad you took it later. What? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm exaggerating. And I'm paraphrasing. A little. I mean, it's, it's what he said. And, and and what does that mean? There's there's conspiracies out there about them using nanotechnology that they're using in food for X and Y reasons and applying that to vaccines. Because you remember me talking to you last year. I even showed the report. I played it, or at least the audio. And it was Bill Gates, who now owns the most farmland in the United States, by the way. We're going to continue to re- repeat that. That's insane. And... uh he was running the simulations and, and, and getting, you know, designs done and testing. And there was a presentation already prepared for the fucking uh, little, little micro bead tattoo vaccines. It's a little strip, you know, tattoo you put in a little micro needles. As soon as it punctures your skin, it releases this nanotech that's in, that's in the vaccine. And, uh, attaches itself to you know whatever the fuck it does man i I don't it's crazy bill gates is out of his mind he's gonna control the food industry now and he has nanotech companies that he is a board member of dude i'm tired of it (sighs) oh great i haven't seen this yet i'll click that one we read it this story, uh, let's see, Facebit. <laughs> Facebit turns face masks into Fitbits for the face. <laughs> this is fun. Let's see, a small sensor just the size of a quarter can transform an ordinary face covering into an all-in-one health monitor, according to the team of engineers from Northwest, Northwestern University. Um, this new invention, which, is, which the engineers call a Fitbit for the face, uses magnet uses a magnet to attach to any N95 cloth surgical mask tests on the face bit shows it performs with almost the same accuracy as clinical grade devices and what's more it can last for more than 11 days before needing to be recharged so now you're recharging your face mask let me ask you this because this is my initial reaction to the story i had no idea about this what how long do you think it's gonna with this Right here, this face bit thing rolling out. How long until Apple decides they're going to make a face mask? And what is that going to do to the face mask cult, as it were? 
Because in my opinion, an app, a company like Apple rolls out a mask that does whatever it's going to do or whatever you think it's going to do for $2,000. Once masks becomes a million-dollar industry, which I believe it already is, but in a tech format, it ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. The, oh boy. So that's what they're doing. Uh, I'm done reading that. That's funny. Uh, We already know that. Joe Rogan details anyone who doesn't identify as far left is now labeled alt-right. Yeah, I mean, we've known that. It's been like that for years now. Uh, You heard about Getter, this new social media site that's been being talked about. Apparently, it's a free speech competition to Twitter and all whatever the fuck else is out there. I don't even know what is there anymore. Again, I'm cleansed, baby. Permanently cleansed, too. Not that week-long clean. You know, man, if I hear one more person go, ah, I'm taking two weeks cleanse from social media. Yeah, well, you're not. You're going to go right back with a vengeance. Share twice as much shit as you did when you left. Dudes love jerking off. The guy's like, I'm not going to jerk off for two months. God forbid. As soon as that two months is up, man, you can't jerk off enough. Okay, I'm not stupid. Neither is anybody else on the alt-right. Um, oh man, I hate people listening to the only audio version of this now because they don't see my shenanigans. They just hear my weird noises. Uh, Big news here, which you may have probably already heard about, but we'll talk about it. This is by uh, Zero Hedge. Uh, Supreme Court blocks Biden's OSHA vax mandate. Thank God. Uh, despite the misinformation spewed forth by Justice Sotomayor, the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court has blocked the Biden administration's vaccine or test rule for U.S. businesses, but allows vaccine mandate for most healthcare workers. Um, the National Federation of Independent Business argue against the Department of Labor in the court's first hearing that, quote, OSHA's sweeping regulatory dictate will ir- irreparably injure the very businesses that Americans have counted on to widely distribute COVID-19 vaccines and protective equipment to save lives and to keep them fed, clothed, and sustained during this now two-year-long pandemic. I don't think it's a pandemic, though. I, I just, anymore, like, I don't think, they're going to say that, but it's just, now most people are living like normal with a fucking diaper on their face. Uh, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, um, Rule would have required 80 million workers to get shots or periodic tests. The OSHA ruling vote was six to three with Brewer, Sotomayor, and Kagan in dissent. Uh, Permitting OSHA to regulate the hazards of daily life simply because most Americans have jobs and face those same risks while on the clock would significantly expand OSHA's regulatory authority without clear congressional authorization. Um, So, I mean, there's, you know, you take your wins when you get them. This is a win. Right. The blocking of the vaccine mandates is a win. Sorry, YouTube, but I don't agree with mandating vaccines. You can you can pull the whole. Well, we've been in the military and and, and schools when you're little, you know, smallpox and all the, you know, look. I'm going to talk about what's at hand. 
Okay, when 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 it got decided that we need to forcibly make children get shots to go to school, I was not around for that discussion. So I'm not going to have it now. I don't know what was going on then. I have no idea what this history is going to look like 20 years from now. With the censorship, God knows if any of this will even be covered accurately. I'm just going to look like a psychopath, along with everyone else with my opinions. Um, so I'm going to have the conversation about this, this current vaccine problem. And honestly, look me in my face and tell me that we've seen enough data to be just handing these vaccines out at the rate we're handing them out. Tell me that there's not been studies coming out from prominent prestige medical officials all around the world, including the United States, saying that, I'll give you this one. A story might actually be in here. The uh, life expectancy has dropped since the vaccines. Um, matter of fact, let me just see if I can find. We'll move on. I'll come back to that. Um, because I think it's I think the story's here. Uh, filibuster nonsense. I don't really feel like talking about that. This is what I want to talk about. I don't know if you guys watched Biden's uh little press briefing. Um, yesterday, two hours long. Uh, what a disaster. Former White House physician demands Biden take cognitive tests after weird presser breakdown. The former White House physician Ronnie Jackson reacted to Joe Biden displaying more brain freeze during his second press conference in office Wednesday, demanding that the president immediately undergo a cognitive test. Biden essentially ignored a question from a reporter about why so many Americans believe he is in a cognitive decline, replying, I have no idea. How ironic. <laughs> uh, just minutes after that, Biden displayed more bizarre brain freeze and painful loss of his train of thought. Um, I can play the clip. This is from Ronnie Jackson's tweet. It says, Biden just ignored a question about his cognitive decline. Something is wrong with him. This man is not qualified to be president. I am demanding he have a cognitive test now. There's too much on the line. We need to know. Um, Biden's another tweet. Biden's uh, press conference, in quotes, uh, is disturbing and bizarre. He's totally disconnected from reality. He has no idea what's going on. It's no surprise he's been kept locked away in his basement. This is an embarrassment. Um, Jackson's repeatedly called for Biden to go under. Yeah, he's, he's been calling for this cognitive thing, and, and nothing's going to get done about it. Um, the doctor recently asserted that the reason Biden has avoided cognitive exams is because he would have failed miserably. And his team uh, didn't do it because they know if they do it, you don't ask questions and you don't want the answers. Sorry, you won't ask questions that you don't want the answers to. Um, I think we can all agree. I mean, if Biden took a cognitive exam, dude, he's fucked. I mean, he's fucked now. He's got a 33 approval rating amongst Democrats. Um, and, and fucking Harris is, is doing even worse. But Harris didn't do good to begin with. Harris had a shitty approval rating in the primaries when she was running for herself. There's something for you. Um, so, you know, none of this is news, but it, it's, it's just redundancy. I fucking, I watched Biden bloopers 
on YouTube for fun. And, and you watch him talk, and it's almost not fun. Like Sean Hannity said, that he was like, this is not funny anymore. And he's right. It's, it's disturbing. Um, oh, Amazon. Fuck them. Uh, uh, CDC Director Walensky says boosters needed for Vax passports to be up to date. So, Alex Jones has coined this phrase, but I'm going to steal it. And that's the one thing that the vaxxed and the unvaxxed will always have in common, and that's you're never truly vaccinated or never fully vaccinated. Either way, that's the thing about these boosters, guys. Vaccine legitimacy is a conversation that could be had in 80 different ways. But here's the reality. Two realities. Immune deficiency is the first reality. You cannot, and I'm not a doctor, but you cannot continuously jab people every month, which is where we'll get with this. You have to take pills and get your jab, you know, your jabs every month, or at least twice a year at this rate, for all the variants that are harmless, but spread like wildfire. The more shots you take, the the lower your immune system goes. You know, and there's doctors all around the world saying that, but they censor it. So doesn't matter. I probably shouldn't talk about it. Um, so you're never going to be fully vaccinated. If they really do work, if they really are going to roll out vaccine passports here and you're somebody, and I, will, I know a lot of people who I talk to about these vaccines and they're all like, yeah, I got my first and second shots, but I've read some things and, you know, I'm, I'm not getting them anymore, but I, I can still go places because I got my first and second shot. Well, you're not vaccinated. If you have to show papers to go shop or to go get goods or to go to a concert or a sporting event, which is happening all over the world, and they want it here. It's, it's being uh, presented in 12 different states on, on bills. Um, never will pass. So don't get freaked out, but it's being introduced. You're never going to be able to go. Your papers will be invalid. You're not fully vaccinated. You don't have all 80 of your boosters. Um, vaccine mandate. Uh, Mexican news anchor freaks out on unvaccinated quote unquote morons. There's a thing you're seeing all across entertainment, TV, movies. The unvaccinated, the, the pandemic of the unvaccinated. They're killing us. I mean, it's just, it really is Nazi Germany esque. Real authoritarian. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I'll see all this news. This, this is the problem with, with doing news is that it's just so redundant. You know, the elites panicking that the public doesn't trust them. We know this. Uh, they should, you know, they should have already known this. What we're, look, what we're seeing, guys, is... Other than the mass psychosis, which doesn't exist, apparently. We're seeing an uprising. A lot of people don't realize it. And I'm not talking about QAnon. I'm not talking about Trump still being president. And, you know, the, our, our secret service is, is trying to over. It's not what I'm talking about. I mean, underneath, there's an uprising. And. We've just seen it in England. 
with Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson has apparently been warned to stop with the COVID nonsense. It's bad over there. Stop with the COVID nonsense or there's going to be an uprising. Now, all of a sudden, Boris Johnson shifts away from the COVID nonsense, pulls back because he was probably going there was we're probably about to see a pretty nasty uprising over there. And over here, I'm just not sure how yet or what it'll take. But of course, we of course, the public doesn't trust these people. They've lied at every turn. Fauci has lied to Congress about gain of function research. Whether or not it was funded by the NIH and, and done in, in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and in Wuhan. And, and it's documented that the NIH, who is ran by Fauci, funded that information. We have emails that show that Fauci knew about it, but he said no. He's lied to Congress four times that I've counted. Um, of course, the news is conjuring up fake beef between uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida and Donald Trump because the rumor is uh, Donald Trump and him are going to probably run for president or most likely Trump is running for president. Most people are assuming that he is going to pick up DeSantis as a VP. Um, the only way I don't see him doing that him making the choice for DeSantis is to keep DeSantis in Florida because what he's done to Florida has been fantastic. Not a lot of states have the balls like Florida when it comes to like authoritarian COVID lockdowns and stuff. Uh, so massive groups of illegal slamming Del Rio sector. I mean, we've got the borders literally wide open and, and it's something too. That really bothers me about Biden doing like press conferences and, and stuff. You know, people always say, you know, well, Trump, you know, Trump didn't answer any questions from any other news. Now, what Trump did was a lot different than what Biden's doing. What Trump did was make a fucking statement. OK. Trump looked at CNN, MSNBC as fake news. A, a phrase that Hillary coined, by the way, not Trump. So he, he had had his own words twisted, turned, misrepresented all from every news outlet except for partially Fox News. And even they did it. So he stopped talking to the press and he started tweeting instead. Not necessarily going to say I disagree or agree with him tweeting. Everybody's got their stance with Trump. He, I think he just should have got off Twitter. That's your scapegoat answer, huh? Do you even know why he was doing that on Twitter? Because he couldn't do it anywhere else without getting his fucking words twisted around. And I know how that feels. So I get it. But that's what he, that's why he intentionally shit in the mouth of all of those news networks to their face. Um, don't care, don't care, don't care. Uh, yeah, again, it's just, oh, this is interesting. Um, exclusive report, uh, U.S. government targeting red states with deadly batches of COVID vaccine. This should be fun. I'm spreading misinformation is what I'm doing. Researchers searching, uh, VAERS data on COVID jabs found what appears to be a deadly political war, 
uh, being waged on red states. When viewing adverse reactions tied to specific batches of COVID vaccines, the analysts found highly toxic vaccines, vaccine lots being channeled towards conservative areas. Quote, some red states are seeing 11 times more vaccine deaths than other states. Um, on average, red states are experiencing twice the amount of vaccine deaths and injuries than blue states. One researcher concluded the reason for this discrepancy is that red states have been delivered double the amount of lethal batches that blue states received. So I'm not really sure the validity of, of a claim like that. I do think it's interesting and I, it wouldn't wouldn't really surprise me. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, again, food for thought. I'd have to see more. I'd have to see more research on that, more, uh, more details. The economy news here says Target CEO says consumers should shop less, stay home amid inflationary storm. This is again by Zero Hedge. Um, consumer prices soared the most in 40 years um, in December. I saw that the other day. That's really fascinating. Doesn't fucking matter. But it's fascinating. They're blaming everything on the fucking. They're blaming all the inflation on the demand more than the supply, which is interesting. Um, consumer prices soared the most in 40 years in December, a stunning 7% from a year earlier. That is crushing w real wage gains and sending President Biden's polling numbers to a record low. So I heard that too about crushing real wage gains. Here's the thing. All these wage gains, quote unquote, are, are these people working hard and getting raises? And not being able to spend any money because everything else is too expensive? Or is this because the market itself has been ass-fucked by a babbling puppet president who has inflated the country at a record amount? Causing, Listen, I'm a local business owner. I'm not going to tell you where, but in Georgia. Um, I employ people. I'm in the restaurant business. I'm constantly employing people. That is my business, employing. Revolving door. You don't want it to keep revolving, but let's talk about the reality of turnover, especially right now. Um, COVID has destroyed the turnover uh, percentage in all restaurants and in all businesses, really. Um, we have to pay these people a stupid amount. Thinking about what, listen, thinking about what, I would start an employee out wage-wise four years ago. Actually, you know what? We'll get crazy. One year ago versus now. You're, you're literally looking at a $3 difference per hour. And that's, that's hourly. That's, I'm not going to get into salaries and any of that. That's insane. And that's a start rate. That's to get employees in the fucking door. And then they won't raise us. So I'm curious what wage gains uh, they're talking about. Nevertheless, um, the Federal Reserve is expected to embark on an inflation-crushing mission. Dun, da, da, dun. The federal government's here to save you again. Again, again, and again. As they yet created another problem that they need you to save them from. Are we going to stop letting the government create problems 
so that we can so so that we have to give up a little bit of freedom for them to fix. You understand how that works? I don't mean to be a tinfoil hat guy, but at this rate, I think even the regular guy, the regular conservative man, which I believe is a lot more abundant than we are given credit for, sees this and goes, okay, I think I'm starting to see how this fucking thing works. You guys keep creating these huge problems, but they're interesting problems, right? COVID was so interesting. This video from China, people just passing it. And we're all like, holy shit, that's crazy. Well, that's like Resident Evil shit. What if that comes here? And then it came here and we were all like, God damn, they're like, lockdown, no freedoms. And we were like, fuck, yeah. It's like a tornado warning at school. She's, teachers are yelling stupid shit to you that makes no sense, but you don't have time to think about it. If they were like, there's going to be a tornado in an hour, I need you to get under your desk. Get under your desk and or go to the hallway and sit with your face in your dick. Sit in the fetal position like you're taking a rape shower. That'll protect you from the tornado, not the brick walls, how you're sitting. It's all form. It's all form. With an hour's prep, I would eventually look at a teacher and go, this is not going to save us. But if it's a tornado outside, we got to get down on your fetal rate position right now. Uh, yes, ma'am. That's what it is, man. It's stupid. Um, Jesus Christ. See, doing this sometimes puts me in a bad mood. Uh, be honest with you. Uh, I thought that was going to be about COVID. Target CEO was like, stay home because of COVID. I mean, it's always stay home. We're, we're, we're creating a generation of pod people, and I think we know that. Uh, Amazon News, I don't care. Entire story of Ashley Babbitt's murder. Um, I'm going to avoid that for now. I'm going to revisit January 6th again. I'm just going to do it separately in case it gets removed. I'm not scared of being censored, guys, but I'm going to play smart. If they want to remove one of my videos, I'd rather it not be an entire podcast. Um, so let's not. Let's not do that. Uh, where else are we going to go with this? Let's see, German government concerned about massive anti-COVID restriction protests. Oh, that's good. I can't read any of their signs. <laughs> I can't read any of them. I don't know what they're protesting. Uh, let's see here. The German government is seriously concerned over the sheer number of protests against COVID restrictions in recent weeks. Uh, which, is the, which are the most widespread in the country's history? Did not know that. Germany's not a protesting country it seems maybe should have did a little more protesting back in the 40s no uh let's see the inf influential german broadcast broadcast oh man it's like this shit gets you so hyped up that you can't even you just become retarded influential german broadsheet die welt reveals that on the same day protests took place in over a thousand locations across the country Wow, that's a lot of shit. That's a lot of protesting. Quote, the government is concerned about the decentralized actions, reports the newspaper with one source labeling the immensity of the demonstrations depressing. Uh, never before in the history of the Federal Republic have there been demonstrations that are more widespread than in the past few weeks. The government counting 
1,046 separate protests involving around 188,000 participants. Uh, it's interesting, though. It's interesting that Germany, of all places, but then again, Germany's Germany's one of those places like New Zealand, Austria, uh, Australia, where these COVID lockdowns are more than just, you know, six feet apart, wear your mask, rapid testing. Like, it's not like here. Like, over there, it's, it's literally don't leave. Why? Well, you're not jabbed. Well, I've already had COVID. Just don't leave. Like, there's no logic. And the, the destruction of logic is the key to all of this. Okay. Goddamn dog. The, the, the destroying of, of normalcy and logic, um, common sense, out the fucking door. That's the key. If you don't do that, none of this works. And doing that is a slow process. Done within academia and entertainment. This doesn't happen overnight. Um, so it's fascinating. I, I wish more protesting would happen in America that doesn't result in the burning of a city or peaceful protesting at a public monument that turns into the worst thing since 9-11, apparently. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. Uh Oh, yes. I'm so glad I saw this. I wanted to talk about this so bad. This is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Howard Stern. I don't know if there's any Howard Stern fans out there. Uh, matter of fact, I'm about to take a break. Yeah. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back with Howard Stern. Um, little Howard Stern news. Who is now just the most despicable piece of trash working in the business just despicable and 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 enough of the wig enough of the wig <laughs> howard stern enough of the wig dude Ugh. all right look stay right there don't go nowhere don't leave or i need to see your papers i'll be right back Gonna step out for a cup of coffee, regain my strength. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys on the other side. Don't move.
Welcome back to Apocalypse Live. Um, we are on the other side. Um, before I went to break, I was going to talk about Howard Stern, who I just despise with every ounce of energy that I have. Um, I used to really like Howard Stern. Actually, I used to be a big fan. Um, Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony, of course, Opie and Anthony. I'm probably talking to nobody right now that knows what I'm talking about. Um, but Opie and Anthony really drew me away from Howard Stern because they were doing what I wanted Howard Stern to do, which was freeform, raw talk radio, guys format, raunchy, offensive, which Howard was for a long time um, until he, again, once anything that is successful allows um, politics to infiltrate. Hence, sports. We see it with sports all the time. As soon as, like, what the NFL with Kaepernick, you know, the ratings just took a dump. The NBA ratings are shit. That's why. So, this is an interesting story here. Howard Stern, um, unvaccinated Americans deserve to die at home, should be refused hospital access. You can't even make that shit up. Okay. And he looks like garbage now. Like, if you look at Howard, like, he looks terrible. And I do think that's a wig. I'm, I'm beginning to believe that's a wig. Um, talk radio host Howard Stern declared Thursday that if he were in charge of the country, all vaccinated Americans would be banned from getting any form of hospital treatment, adding that they all deserve to go home and die. Damn, that hits home, man. I'm not vaccinated. You know what I mean? Kind of probably could have figured that out. But uh, man, die. Like, is it that serious, Howard? Is it that like it? Or is it that serious, Howard? We got to die because we don't want to take the fucking poison. That you were too dumb to say no to. With your little fucking radio show, dude. Is that really? Holy shit, all you anti-establishment hippie fuckers all of a sudden are sucking the dick of the government. I'm getting tired of that shit, man. Getting tired of it. People like Rage Against the Machine. All their lyrics were all fuck the government, fuck the establishment, and stick it to the man, and fucking now look at you. Take your vaccine. You're a fucking arm of the establishment now. I want your fucking music now. It stinks because they're badass. This is what Howard said. I heard the clip and, dude, it drove me insane. He said, if it was up to me, anyone unvaccinated would not be admitted to. Okay, by the way, I'm not even going to read this because I watched it. Um, What he did was he took a phone call. Howard did. And the guy, the, the dickhead on the phone, one of these northern assholes, I'm sure. Middle America's retarded. Really? Called into his show and was like, Howard, we're, you know, we're spending so we're wasting so many resources on the unvaccinated. You know, we should be denying them treatment. When, you know, they've had a chance. And, and that's Howard was like, well, you know, if I was in charge, you know, I would just they should just go home and die. We should re- refuse them medical treatment because they've had their chance. It's such a dark thing to say. It's such a demented, evil, fucking stupid thing to say. Howard Stern is not 
a talented broadcaster. Not anymore. I'm not going to say he's never been, at one point, the best broadcaster. He definitely. But, like, dude, to, to, to be able to, and, and not canceled, not deplatformed, literally said people should go and die. What if a right-wing, cons- like, alt-right fucking show was like, you, you know, vaccine people should just die? Is that, is that allowed? Like, I wouldn't be allowed on shit. Never mind YouTube. Howard Stern's a prick. And he's not, he's not a good... His show is garbage, too. It's boring. People need to die. How, like, see, and then his stupid fucking co-host, Robin, just goes along with it. Just goes right along with it. They're so stupid. <laughs> the unvaxxed. Ugh. Enough. Andrew Yang says Biden won't run in 2024. I got to find that again. Where did it go? I don't know why he thinks that. Because I think that. A lot of other people think that. Especially based off Kamala Harris's response in that interview about running again. We're focused on today. No, you're not. <sighs> Citing sources within the Democratic Party, Andrew Yang says it's now unlikely that Joe Biden will run again for president in 2024 and that donors are sitting back waiting for a better candidate to emerge. Here we go. I mean, I'm telling <laughs> if you if listen, I if you listen to my podcast regularly, you know exactly where I'm about to go with this. You know who they're bringing. You know who they're dusting off. They're bringing her back. Here comes Hillary. Um, Yang ran a surprising campaign in 2020 that turned him into a major player, leading to his participation participation in several of the eight first eight Democratic debates. I remember Rogan liked him at one point. Didn't he have him on his podcast or something? Uh, now the former attorney is predicting that Joe Biden will have to drop out before the next presidential election. Yang explained that he originally thought Democrats would run Biden to avoid a fractious primary, but has since changed his mind. In addition to Biden's political agenda stalling, according to Yang, donors are starting to get cold feet. Hmm. So I guess it I guess it really is just kind of crumbling. I mean, that's what you've been hearing. But to to see that. Uh, and what is this? Oh, this is an email from uh, Andrew Yang to David Friedlander. Uh, okay, I mean, so there, I mean, there you have it. The Democrats are they're aware of what's going on here. See, because this whole time with Biden, we've been wondering, like, we've had all these questions when we see him babble on and fuck stuff up when he's talking and make just atrocious claims that aren't even, like they talked about Trump lying, like. If anything, Trump maybe stretched the truth to make him look a little better. We get he's a narcissist, you know, but like just false statements. And, and it's almost like it's an, on accident, but like, I don't know. But to see it actually start to crumble like that from within means there's the, the Democrats know he's fucked. They're not letting him take a cognitive exam because it'd just be a mess. Um, which Trump took, by the way. I want to give Trump credit for that. 
know, they called him out for the same shit, which steep drop off in cognitive abilities just based off of speech alone. I get that Biden has like a kind of accent is this, but where's, you know, where's he from? Delaware. Like what kind of accent? I love when he takes his podium voice though. Like he, he kind of engulfs that, that, that young Biden again. And it's like, wait, it's like that, that shit he said about how, how he trusts truth over fact. He's, you can't take two synonyms and, and use them against each other. But but that's the tone he took with it was like he's that hoorah. We, we trust truth over fact. And it's just a crowd of fake people just cheering it on. It's so funny. Um oh good. We got more Kamala Harris laughing. This is weird. Kamala Harris laughs when asked why Biden admin has failed to shut down the virus. Kamala Harris is weird. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird way to start a, a story. Uh, whenever she is asked uh, a question that exposes her own and the Biden administration's failures, lies and broken promises, she laughs about it. I guess she did uh, CBS Mornings um, on Thursday with uh, Gail King. Uh, so let's talk about COVID because you all ran on. We are going to get the COVID under control. We are going to get this uh, licked. Uh, <clears throat> she said, so it's not under control. So adding, so I'm wondering what's your strategy here, basically. And then she just starts laughing. She really is a psychopath. Like, uh, it's a whole nother level of, of unqualified when you're talking about Kamala Harris. Unqualified is just not even the right word for it. The laugh, the laugh compilations that you can get on YouTube with her is just, it's funny for a minute. And then you realize that she's the vice president and you're like, what? Whoa. Like she doesn't know. She doesn't know what she's doing. She hasn't done anything. Um, I think Russia's going to invade the Ukraine. Here's a story. Um, Russia poised to invade Ukraine, question mark. Uh, with deeply corrupted MSM heavily, or sorry, heavy lifting in cahoots with Biden regime hardliners. The big lie repeats almost daily. Um, it goes on, it says, it's at a time when the world community of nations knows that Russia under Vladimir Putin's leadership threatens no one. Uh, what's universally known and publicly reported are worlds apart. On Wednesday in U.S. colonized Ukraine, an Obama-Biden regime installed fascist police state in Central Europe. Um, interventionalist Blinken recited his customary litany of big lies with uh, Hegemon USA's diabolical aims in mind um, before heading to, I don't know, what the fuck? So what's happening with this? Like it. Well, I'm hearing that Russia's pretty much got the country, like went from having like one shoreline surrounded with troops, and now apparently they've they've moved troops to basically surround the entire country. Um, so so it's kind of scary, and and Biden, his administration just continues to to threaten 
Vladimir Putin. Like, why why are you doing that? To it's to look tough because your administration has been a complete failure. You, you've got a thirty three percent approval rating. You've been in office for a year. With, and if everything that Trump apparently fucked up, like you said, then you have so many ways to make yourself look good, and yet you've done nothing. You've done nothing. You you've pulled out of Iraq or uh, Afghanistan, and it, it was a complete disaster. There's still Americans there. Uh, it was it was too fast. Um, the economy is is a disaster. He's he's done nothing. So it's just a ploy, a big dick. Con- look look how tough I am with Putin. I mean, even the Time, uh, the the Time Magazine article, where they've got like it's like a painting or whatever of Biden with his fucking aviate with his stupid Terminator aviators on, and in the reflection you see Putin, and it's like you know, talking about him confronting or having a sit down with Putin. I don't want to say confronting because he probably just made us look fucking weak like always. Um, even when he worked under Obama, he just made us look fucking stupid. Uh, which he did to himself his whole career. I mean, this is not the first. Look how stupid Biden is moment. He's just old and cognitively a mess now. So I keep fucking with this and I do apologize. Uh, Let's see. More vaccine news. Czech Republic abandons plan to mandate COVID vaccines. See, all around the world, you're starting to see this. Right. With more information on the vaccine coming out, you're seeing countries, you know, it's getting pretty corrupt within the country. But when it comes down to the wire, you're kind of starting to see the right thing done. You're seeing, especially here in the U.S., you're seeing U.S. senators, you know, kind of bluffing by going along with the system until it comes down to the vote. And then they're pulling out. Which is a tactic, in my opinion. Because you can't give away your, it's almost like poker. You know, you can't give away your your hand, play it too fast. So it's good to see that people are avoiding that uh, COVID vaccine mandate. Um, boom, 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 boom. <coughs> yeah. um, wow, COVID numbers down. The IRS will force facial recognition scans on users this summer. Let's read this. It says the Internal Revenue Service or the the IRS uh, of the U.S. will require people to submit a facial scan through a third-party provider to make payments or file taxes online. The system raises obvious privacy concerns. Um, the current, currently, the users re- only require a username and password to log into their IRS accounts. But starting in the summer of 2022, users will need to verify their identity through a third-party identity verification company called ID.me. The change was first noticed by Krebs on Saturday. There's a picture of it. That's fascinating. Um, the first step is creating an account with ID.me which requires uploading a primary identification document such as driver's license or passport. 
then a user is asked to take a live selfie video using their smartphone's camera or computer's webcam. The company, high government, by the way, they're always watching you. Just wave hello. Um, this a user live video. Uh, the company compares uh, the selfie with the image on your identification document. That's kind of creepy. I mean, that's the facial recognition uh, software that we're starting to see. And it's going to, it is going to mobilize to everyday shit uh, to the point where you're, you can't go anywhere without being spotted. Um, it's, it's just all part of the total control that that's being uh, sought after by the, you know, corporate consortium um, and things like that, which I'm not going to re go into, you know, what you know, what's running shit right now. Um, Governor Newsom apologizes for saying uh, organized gangs behind train lootings. I'm not going to get into the train thing. People stole shit from a train. It was terrible. I'm sure they're peaceful, though. Let's see. Researcher calls out censorship after journal pulls COVID-19 vaccine adverse events analysis. Jessica Rose didn't ask for any of this. She started to analyze data on adverse reactions after COVID-19 vaccine simply as an exercise to master a new piece of software. Um, but she couldn't ignore what she saw and decided to publish the results of her analysis. The next thing she knew, she was in Bizarro World, she told the Epoch Times. Epoch, pretty sure it's Epoch. A paper she co-authored based on her analysis was withdrawn by the academic journal uh, Elsevier, Elsevier, sorry, under circumstances that raised eyebrows among her colleagues, the journal declined the comment on the matter. Uh, Rose re received her PhD in compu computational biology from the Bar, whatever university in Israel. After finishing her postdoctoral studies on molecular dynamics of certain proteins, she was looking for a new challenge. Switching to a new statistical computing software, she was looking for an interesting data set um, to sharpen her skills on. She picked the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, uh, VAERS, a database of reports of health problems that have occurred after a vaccination or may or may not have been caused by it. She said she wasn't looking for anything in particular in the data. Uh... What she found, however, was disturbing to her. VAERS has been in place since 1990 to provide an early warning signal that there might be a problem with a vaccine. Anybody can submit the reports, which are then checked for duplicates. They are largely filed by healthcare personnel based on previous research. Usually, there would be around 40,000 reports a year, including several hundred deaths. But with the introduction of the COVID-19 vaccines, VAERS reports went through the roof, apparently. Uh, by January 7th, there were over a million reports, including more than 21,000 deaths. Uh, other notable issues include over 11,000 heart attacks, nearly 13,000 13, cases of Bell's palsy, um, and over 25,000 cases of myocarditis and pericarditis. Uh, Rose found the data alarming, only to realize authorities and even some experts were generally, generally dismissing it. Um, so wow, 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 wow. So there's a, you know, people that are, I talk to people about vaccines a lot and the same conversation kind of transpires and it's, 
how, you know, where's the data? You know, I keep hearing from like conservatives and anti-vax people like, oh, you know, all the numbers are coming out, all the data uh, showing that the vaccine's not helping. And people are always like, well, where's that? You know, give me an example. Give me an example. I never have an example because it's just not readily available. Like I can find it, I'm sure. But there you go, folks. There's your fucking proof, right? There's a lady with enough credentials working from the inside, saw the data, the data was dismissed, and here we are. And what's, what's going to be done about it? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing's going to be done about it. People are still going to give you shit when you don't want to take the shots. You know, they're still going to, uh, you know, I'm sure there's, there's still going to be vaccine passports. Vaccine passports and, and, and checkpoints, and it's not going to roll back any of this. And that's the alarming part to me, is that I've seen so many stories like this. So many stories like this. Just like this. Accredited doctor or what physician, pharmacist, physician, you name it, shows you the study and dismissed. Just dismissed, just like that. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I had to reapply the cool down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there you have it, man. Let's, we, we could go over those VAERS numbers again. That's, that's alarming. It says uh, usually about 40,000 reports a year, including like several hundred deaths or so. With the introduction of the COVID-19 vaccines, VAERS reports that went through the roof. By January 7th, there were over a million reports, meaning adverse reactions, including more than 21,000 deaths. This, this is all for a virus with a survival rate of over 90%. Seems a little suspicious. That seems a little suspicious. Am I going to get flagged for asking these questions? Because this is fact. This is I'm reading this. This is not made up. But they want you to think it's made up. The, again, destroying of logic. Over 11,000 heart attacks, which is, is what I, that's what we've all hear, been hearing about, right? I just sounded like I was having a heart attack just now. But that's what we've been hearing about is the heart attack stuff, right? They even added to the label of the, va- of the Moderna vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine that the adverse effects could include heart attacks, heart swelling. 13,000 cases of Bell's palsy. Not to mention, and, and I'm not seeing this in here, but all of the immune deficiencies that are being reported. So let that sink in. And if you're somebody listening to this and you, you've gotten vaccines and you're, you're hearing this, you're hearing that, and you want to do some research, somehow you found me. I'm not, no, nobody should be judging anyone. We should be helping them. 
unless they're really pushy. The really pushy ones, enough. But we should help spread the information. Show people stuff like that. Send them the news stories. I would want to know. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there, in my opinion, that honestly would get the jab just to be opposing to to my side of things because of the ties it has, right? Racism, fascism, and misogynist, you know, any kind of isms. Already talked about the face bit. I saw that Kyrie Irving was playing the other day. Did he get the vaccine? How did that work? Kind of curious. Uh, yeah, see, people are calling. People are starting to call for the end of these lockdowns. The EU Parliament members called for freedom, end of lockdowns. So, so people are people are waking up. And, you know, the CDC, it's funny because they, they end up having, you know, to admit these things that we've been saying for a year now, but they do it really quiet. That's the that's the real news is, is being swept under the rug. And it's news that could be used to cover their ass later, but we don't have to see it now. Because if we don't see it now, the insanity continues. And then when it comes out later, inevitably, well, we released it. Here it is. This is something that shouldn't be right here that I'm about to read. Shouldn't be forced to be admitted. It says CDC admits natural immunity better than vaccine for protection against COVID. Why would you have to admit that unless you claimed it's not? In which case is insane. Because we know it is. It's just bizarre. It really, like, I like when it said in the last, <clears throat> excuse me, the last story about Bizarro World. Right, give me one sec. <clears throat> All right, I'll be right back, guys. And voila, it's the same. I know I just almost died, so I had to cough. And I don't want you to hear that, you know. That's my dog's cone. Say hello. I wanted to read, excuse me, my throat is just not, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Recently, a relatively new economics called behavioral economics has started to gain popularity. Its practitioners, such as Daniel Kahneman, 
Vernon Smith, that's a normal one, and Richard Thaler were awarded Nobel Prizes for their contributions in the field of BE, which is uh, behavioral economics. The BE framework emerged because of dissatisfaction with the neoclassical theory regarding consumer choices. In the neoclassical theory, individuals are presented as if a scale of preferences is hardwired in their heads, regardless of anything else. This scale remains the same all the time. The practitioners of BE hold that this is unrealistic. To make the mainstream framework more realistic, they are of the view that there is a need to introduce psychology into economics. It is held that individuals' emotional state is a major factor in their decision process. If consumers are becoming more optimistic regarding the future, then this is going to be an important message to businesses regarding investment decisions. It's getting creepy, man. Living in a world, a grid of ads, right? A grid of advertisements. <clears throat> How many System Up and Down songs are written about that? Uh, let's see. According to BE researchers, whether consumers are generally patient or impatient determines whether or not they are inclined to spend or save today. If they are more patient and save more, then this can generate funds for entrepreneur, entrepreneurs' new investment projects. Behavioral economics economists, <clears throat> excuse me, emphasize the importance of personality. An empathetic person is regarded more likely to make altruistic choices. Impulsive people are more likely to be impatient and not so good at saving up for their retirement. Venturesome people are more likely to take risks. They're more likely to gamble. Um, whilst the BE criticism of mainstream economics is valid, the question arises whether BE solves the issue of unchanged consumer preference and <clears throat> presents consumers as real people and not as human machines. So this is the market arm, <clears throat> excuse me, market arm of the system, right? They're going to attack us from every angle, every angle. And we've been seeing that for a long time, but what we're seeing now is them attacking from new angles that we never really would have saw coming. Of course, being the medical angle, um, which is the attack of <clears throat> our trust by killing the logic, which is, again, the key to all of this. And uh, making us do what I've been saying we've done, and that's give our freedoms up in the name of safety. And another freedom is our privacy. Our privacy is being invaded by technology every day. And this is the most current example, right? The world of advertisements that we're engulfed in constantly. I pay for anything premium that I can because I'm not going to be subjected, subjected to ads that are based around what AI, you know, technology is listening to and paying attention to. I mean, you, you see it all the time. You're hanging out with somebody. You talk about, I don't know, a new motorcycle. You're talking about the Kawasaki Ninja, right? How badass it is. Actually, speaking of badass, because that's actually a real example I have, is talking about the, uh, the Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Um, or is it the Charger? One of them, the Hellcat. 
amazing car, badass. Talking about it with somebody. Not on my phone. It's in my pocket, locked, hanging out. And we're just talking about how cool it is. We talked about it for maybe five minutes before we got moved on to something else. Later on that night, I get on my phone. This is back when I had uh, Facebook. As soon as I get on there, a bunch of fucking ads about Dodge. So, you know, they're already doing this. And it's all, it's all part of what? It's all part of the surveillance grid. That's what they're building, essentially. Right? The, pl- the prison planet. If you don't see it kind of manifesting by now, it's time to, it's time to wake up to it. Because it's, it's not coming, it's here. What else is going on in this shithole of a world now? Yeah, here we go. Now we're getting down to it. Says how climate change alarmism has turned into pure fantasy. Man, I wish you could see this photo. Campaigners, researchers, and commentators demanding action on climate change have a tendency to err on the side of catastrophe when discussing what the world might look like in the future, as we all know. Greta Thunberg's famous statement, I don't want you to be hopeful, I want you to panic, is an obvious example. Other than the obvious fact that we're listening to a child who has autism. A child who has autism. About climate change. Even that three-word mantra, save the planet, is positively febrile, febrile, since there's nothing in any scientific literature to suggest the planet needs saving. So it would come as no surprise that the UK government's Weather and Climate Center, the Met Office, is seriously kicking around some terrifying scenarios for the future. The Met Office, in conjunction with a group of other research bodies, has come up with five shared... Socioeconomic Pathways for Climate Research and Policy. These are a UK-specific version, of course, of the global scenarios used in assessments by the United Nations Climate Change Body, the IPCC. I ain't reading that. And described as five different storylines of the future socioeconomic circumstances explaining how the global economic and society might evolve over the next 80 years. The project website explains that the global SSPS, um, sorry, SSPs, are independent of climate change and climate change policy. In other words, they do not consider the potential impact climate change has on societal and economic choices. Rather, they are coupled with a set of future climate scenarios, the representative concentration pathways, to allow researchers to see how feasible it would be to achieve different levels of climate change mitigation and what challenges to climate change mitigation and adaption might exist. These UK specific scenarios have actually been around since last summer. So it's not entirely clear why the British press has picked up on them now, but some of them would make decent backstories for dystopian movies. I'm going to jump into some examples of that shit. Take SSP three titled regional rivalry. To cut a long story short, the UK falls out catastrophically with the rest of the world. Nationalist leaders take over. 
There is a crackdown on environmentalist groups. The local environment gets screwed up, in- incomes fall, and eventually functioning government in the four nations of the UK, having gone their separate ways, collapses. By the end of the 21st century, this is a quote right here, because of past investments in military and defense, uh, but without an effective central government, different military groups, militias, criminal groups, etc., rise to de facto power and compete for control and natural resources, creating their own feudal semi-independent microstates with their own laws and means to enforce them. People accept severe restrictions on freedom in exchange for employment and protection. In short, the UK, after centuries of developing democratic policy structures, a wealthy economy and extensive infrastructure descends into a condition. Okay, so here's the importance of that. This is amongst many scenarios where the fascists take over and there's no freedom, government collapses. And it's the same bullshit line of Trump and DeSantis have beef. We're going to continue to muddy up the waters as much as possible so that by the time 2024 rolls around, Trump, we can't allow, basically, you can't allow Trump to run for president again because you can't steal the election twice. That's all I'll say. And if it's fair in a legal election, Trump's going to win in a landslide. And you can blame it on whatever you want, the lesser of two evils, whatever. They can't have him running again. And these are the psychopaths. These, these climate change people are really out of their minds these days. They really are out of their minds. All these fucking green deals. What else we got here on the vaccines? It says COVID vaccines are growing new variants inside vaxxed bodies, claims Gates-backed doctor. This is by futurenews.news. Former Bill Gates-backed virologist Dr. Geert Vanden Bosch, Bosch claims that COVID mRNA injections are creating more variants, will not stop the virus, and should never be given to children. So this is now far as I'm aware, the fourth example I could give of a high up official like that, qualified uh, official, giving his opinion on giving these vaccines to not only children, but anybody, and are saying not to. So, and what, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine's already been pulled. Okay, and Bill Gates owns Moderna pretty, pretty much, if you follow the money trail. And also owns the most farmland, I'll say it again, in the United States, mind you. <clears throat> again, with the food shortages, which are, I guess, because of the demand or the unvaxxed. Um, I guess Starbucks is now going to join the list of companies who are going to abandon the vax mandate. That's surprising, actually. I, I, when I think of Starbucks, I don't think of coffee. I think of super liberal hippie shit. And they always are on the forefront of this type of stuff, right? We, you want masks? We require double masks. Like they, you know, trans bathrooms, we'll put eight bathrooms in there with no genders. Just bathrooms everywhere for everybody. 
so that's fun. CNN, what shitty CNN? Like the ratings at CNN are so terrible. Uh, looking for the carbon tax news. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell files for a retrial. That's fun news. I, that's, yes, I'm kind of curious as to why. Um, I feel like it, I feel like nothing really came of the trial. Like, I'm not going to get into that, but like, she should be required to release everything, but they made a deal where she doesn't have to. That right there is a red flag. Trump accuses reporters of asking uh, Biden soft questions at press conference because they're all softball questions. Trump's if they would, dude, if it was Trump up there, they would have asked the most hard hitting off the wall questions that even his answers that I do agree with for the most part would have not flown. I mean, they would have they would have just destroyed him in both sides of the media. Uh, <clears throat> this is a video, but uh, it says, speaking with the World Economic Forum on Wednesday, Bill Gates called for an aggressive implementation of carbon taxes in order to force middle-income countries to fundamentally alter their entire industry sectors. Gates declared that, quote, the rich countries have to pay, have to play a role, a central role, both in funding R&D and having policies. In some cases, carbon taxes will be used to drive the demand for these clean products. He continued, quote, only by doing that in an aggressive way will the economic costs be brought down enough that we can turn to all the middle income countries and say, OK, change your whole cement industry, change your whole steel industry. Um, the number of companies working with these things is very exciting, Gates proclaimed. Um, let's see. He further lamented that, quote, some of them will fail, a lot of them will fail, but asserted, we only need a reasonable number, a few dozen of them to make it through, and that's what we'll have to, that's what, what we will have to accelerate. In his books, World Economic Forum founder and <clears throat> globalist Klaus Schwab makes clear that the Fourth Industrial Revolution or Great Reset, which I've covered extensively on here, will lead to the uh, abolition of private property. That message is echoed with the, w the World Economic Forum's official website, which states, Welcome to the year 2030. Welcome to my city, or should I say our city? I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. Apparently, you won't be allowed to own any private property, and your only resource will be to, sorry, your only recourse will be to live in a state of permanent dependency on a smaller number of rich elitists who own everything. This is something I've gone to great lengths to talk about, and this is our biggest problem pulling strings right now um is klaus schwab klaus schwab is the bond villain that is behind the curtain everybody always talks about who's behind the curtain it's this man that used to be called feudalism which is a form of slavery um indeed while americans are being told by technocrats that the future is one without private property gates himself and other billionaires have been buying up huge amounts of farmland here we go again i will say it once more Gates is now the biggest owner of farmland in America, according to a Forbes report from last year. I googled that, fact-checked it. Sure enough. 
Meanwhile, the great unwashed uh, will be pushed to living in tiny houses or pods with living standards dramatically lowered in the name of saving the planet. Again, with the Great Reset and Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, if you aren't up to speed on what that is about, kind of beyond what I just said, it uh sorry i'm i'm distracted looking at a different story here um if you're not up to speed on that i recommend that you go to some of my older podcasts and check it out um i've done a couple episodes on that uh but yeah i i recommend you check that out cuz i mean they're openly resetting everything in the name of carbon right eliminating carbon um it goes along with bill gates's you know uh as the news puts it a conspiracy theory on depopulation which is pretty clear cut um and pretty much is life's work but i've already again i've already delved into that uh but yeah the great reset that whole fourth industrial revolution thing uh it's pretty pretty much what covid rollout was all about it was kind of a test to see how well you know this lockdown thing would work let's test it out it worked for the most part um and then we're going to use that to usher in the climate control right we're going to use that to usher in the climate lockdowns which they're now announcing and talking about uh carbon tax which i just read to you it's all what this has been about to begin with. It's, it really has been climate change on steroids. And we're going to have to decide how we're going to deal with that because I'm not about to be taxed on my fucking carbon use. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, it's something we need to look at and, and continue to investigate COVID and get down to the core problem and and who who created it who released it we've got enough information we've got i mean we've got documents leaked from our own pentagon that the senate has now confirmed and have used in hearings that the fbi claimed to know nothing about just like they know nothing about jan 6 or ray epps so again no comment so uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here. Um, I do hope you enjoyed the episode of Apocalypse Live for today. Um, give me feedback on the show. I'd love it. I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. Um, if you know me, uh, feel free to text me, call me. Let me know how the show sounds. Let me know. Give me some input on it. You know what I need to do differently. I like it. I think it's good. Um I like just, you know, commentating on the news a bit. Um, It's pretty insane, the world that we're alive to be seeing right now. Right? This little blip in time, what we're seeing unfold, I think is an extremely important time in in human history, if not the most important. I do think we're in the midst of an awakening that will inevitably lead to another revolution of sorts. Again, I would never 
call for violence. That's not necessarily what I mean. Um, but I think at some point enough is going to come to the surface and enough stuff's going to be exposed that we're going to be backed into a corner as, as people who want, who lust for freedom and, and, and liberty and, and American core values that are just being stripped away. And, you know, again, destruction of logic and, and destroying the family structure that we have, which is, is what holds this all together. And, and you take that away in the midst of creating a delusion, you know, creating a delusional society uh, underneath a mass psychosis of sort, whatever you want to, whatever label you want to put on it, people are out of their minds now. There's no denying that. If you're denying that, you're probably also out of your mind. Doesn't mean you have to go along with everything I'm saying. But if you don't think that there's a problem, other than the unvaxxed, then you you need to pay more attention. Let's go ahead and plug uh, a little bit of a little bit of something here. Uh, make sure that you go and check out the Apocalypse live stream on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, etc. Anywhere you can get podcasts, you can get uh, Apocalypse Live. Obviously, you can get it in entirety on YouTube as well for now, uh, along with show clips and things of sort, uh, shorter clips that are a little easier to, to watch. Uh, also, go check out my other podcast on my network on Red Circle um, under, I believe, Apocalypse Media which is also the name of the YouTube channel host that I'm going to be using to distribute these podcasts so long as uh, Susan will have me on. And uh, yeah, it's called Apocalypse Podcast, different project than my current Apocalypse Live. Just kind of sticking to the apocalypse thing there because seems to be relevant and, and, and uh, seems to kind of apply to today. Nevertheless, uh, Apocalypse Live will be what it's always been, you know, ge- you know, news commentary, political commentary, geopolitics, kind of. And uh, yeah, Apocalypse Podcast is a podcast with me and my friend Aaron, and uh, who I know very well. Uh, he not only works with me in my other business, but you know, wanted to get involved with polit- uh, politics uh, podcasts a little bit. And uh, I've always wanted a regular freeform talk show where we just have a good time, and you know kind of goof on radio a little bit you know the old school 90s early 2000s radio show um you know segments bits you know the whole deal (sighs) hairball so uh check that out we got one episode up on youtube right now uh again apocalypse media youtube page uh we are i'm working on getting it up on itunes spotify and all that course it's a little bit of an approval process um so look for that soon but definitely go check it out on youtube give it a like and subscribe to the channel again comment feedback Um, my email is accessible through red circle you can email me Um, and i'd love to have somebody on as a guest Um, you don't have to have a podcast or do anything like this but i'd love to have other opinions on Um, this is zoom so it's kind of an easy thing to pop people on uh, so I'd love that. If somebody wants to interact, I'd love to do that. Uh, 
I will have more projects actually coming uh, in the future. Um, I don't want to necessarily say what they are yet because they're subject to change, but definitely look out for more content. Um, probably one more podcast may or may not be about uh, movies and, and TV, kind of a review type show. I've always wanted to do that. And, you know, I just got too much other stuff I want to talk about. So I'm going to break it up a bit. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. I'll plug Aaron's music real quick since he's not here to do it. Um, look him up on SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, just type in King AA. That's King, like K-I-N-G. I can't talk today. Uh, and then capital AA. And uh, check him out. He's a hip-hop artist trying to make something. And uh, support him, man. Give him a shout-out. Give him some views. Um, he's great. He does a lot for me, and I'd love to help him out in his endeavors. But I appreciate you guys tuning in to Apocalypse Live. I'm going to get the hell up out of here. And uh, I'll probably see you guys next week. And we'll see where we're at if we're even still alive by then. So y'all stay safe, and I appreciate it. Peace out.